0: Yesterday I had a bit of a conflict and I I don't think the person knew they were stepping over their boundaries, but I had to kind of voice that, listen, you need to kind of chill out, back off. But the tension was growing and I didn't want to really speak too much on it. I didn't want to belabor the point. But what I did do was that I expressed my Sentiment in song. What's up neighbors? Welcome to another episode of Dallas Gardens. Uh, Coming to you today, um, MLK day, national holiday. And um, yeah, I just thought I wanted to do a quick quick update here. Um, Try to do one of these at least once a week so um yeah it's uh mlk day and um it's great that we can celebrate uh, our struggle for civil rights not just for our people but for all people and um people who know me know that that's uh, where my uh, last four four plus years have been spent Um, i'm wearing my sweater uh, blm sweater um, the the uh, power fist on the front is what I used to wear at work for my delivery company in New York. And, um, you know, our history, our struggle and our, as a people in terms of black people, and I'm, I'm addressing this to all people, but just to kind of lay out the role that black people have played in civil rights which has transcended just our people but has you know people now look to the works of dr martin luther king and his civil disobedience and his peaceful protest as a model for achieving social justice even environmental justice, any type of justice. And um, yeah, I just want to kind of honor that. And uh, one of the things, because, you know, it's wired into our DNA in a lot of ways. Um, when you think about going back to the slavery and how we would find ways to do our protest in, in the face of, of Ugly oppression and, and violence, you know, and how, you know, we, we will be working as slaves in the field and finding ways to communicate and, and post-civil, uh, post-slavery. You talk about post-civil war and how, even in the um, reconstruction and then the Jim Crow. How song was such a part of our voice and expressing ourselves in song, you know. And it's part of why you talk about the music and the spirituality. How that's played a role, you know. And they had uh, during MLK's day, uh, I think was the Freedom uh, Choir. I, have to, I can't remember the words. I put it in the in the notes, but there was a, a group that went around and and um, you know. They expressed our pain in song. I mean, it wasn't just one group; it was so many yeah. groups. It wasn't the churches. The churches was an integral part. M.L.K. was a, you know, reverend, as you may know. And even with what we do, um, and I, I, I say this, I'm not just kind of saying this just to say this. A lot of people know this, but I, I want to. I, I like to say things that apply to my experience daily. And I go back to my um, recent. My last post in my working at Lowe's and um, you know it, it is challenging because I've moved outside of my comfort zone of liberal political correctness and come into a world where that is not and oftentimes it seems like that is not even considered in fact it is quite the opposite and the people there are amazing and wonderful and I'm, I love hearing the stories but it is uh, sometimes you know they cross lines and step over boundaries and you know there's a couple of ways I can handle it you know as a individual who is always fighting for justice for others uh, and sometimes not so much for myself but there are times when I really feel like even I have to kind of stand um, for myself and um, you know not just kind of you know choose my battles all the time and move on to the next one but sometimes I have to say okay this is where I have to kind of They could stand, and you know that's uh, something that I had to deal with, you know, even since our last post. And I found it's such a beautiful way that I found to kind of, um, in the tradition of how my people have addressed injustice in song, and you know, yesterday I had a bit of a conflict. And I I don't think the person knew they were stepping over their boundaries, but I had to kind of voice that, listen, you need to kind of chill out, back off. But the tension was growing and I didn't want to really speak too much on it. I didn't want to belabor the point. But what I did do was that I expressed my sentiment in song and I felt like hate was you know, coming at me and, maybe, and you know, probably coming away from me as well. You know, I was ex- ex- exhibiting a level of hate. It wasn't love. And I wanted to kind of send a message and send it without preaching. And so, you know, I did what I do every time I start this show and I started, I did this. One more thing I might declare when I say spread love, neighbor, is that what you hear? Do you switch love with hate to easier fear? Well, this thing called hate, it'll ruin your year. Let me say it again in a more specific way. This thing called hate, it'll ruin your day. I grab the mic so that I can say spread love to your neighbor. Let the hate float away. I say it loud to catch your ear. Spread love's the catchphrase of the year. Thanks to neighbors like you, this is why I am here, to spread love to my neighbors. the hate disappear spread love neighbor that beat will move your feet spread love neighbor let's put it on repeat spread love neighbor who would you like to thank spreadlovefm.com i'll let you fill in the blank and i went through that whole thing just like i did right there and the person that i was having a beef with was right next to me he was dealing with the customer i was dealing with the customer but he heard me because i saw him looking over like what are you doing what's wrong with this guy Um, but the message was sent. And that's, for me, really just kind of exhibited was a testament to the slaves in the field, how would they express themselves to the master, the slave holder, and sometimes they didn't know, but maybe they suspected that these, um, you know, you just violently infringed on another human's rights, yet... They're singing in song, and they feel like they have lifted themselves above that. And I, you know, it, doing what I did yesterday was kind of a first hand testament to the power of that form of expression. And um, in the end, you know, love conquers all. I have no doubt about that in my mind, that love conquers all even to the point of death and sacrifice which many of our civil rights warriors have experienced. have given it given made the ultimate sacrifice and um, it's because of love, love of justice, love of their fellow man and um, but you know, you don't have to take it that far, you could just express it in a song. So I wanted to just share that Uh, with you on this MLK Day, I think it's um, appropriate that um, I can express my pain in that way. And the spirituality end of it is like to add as well, because when I was an activist, uh, I am an activist, but when I was just an activist and not uh, a spiritual warrior in Christ, um, I would not have handled it. Maybe, I may have, but I may not have handled it in the same way I probably would not have expressed love towards that person. I would have probably expressed, um, you know, I would have probably been preaching and teaching. And I realized that without leading with love, that it more than likely falls on deaf ears. Because for me to tell them that you are infringing on my rights as a human being in that moment, you're not ready to hear that. Maybe they are, but I found that it's more effective to lead love. So, um, yeah, one more thing I like to add—not um, one more thing, maybe a couple of th- other things. Um, I'm actually listening to the audio book of uh, Gandhi: uh, Search for Truth. I think it's the title. I can't remember the title, but it's his own it's his own biography, and it's um, I've, MLK, as I've heard, and I'd like to check. Uh, on this, but he modeled his uh, civil disobedience and peaceful protests on Gandhi. Um, so to read about Gandhi is pretty amazing. I really recommend that. Um, my impression of Gandhi was that he was uh, you know as flawless as a human being that there can be, but he was a deeply flawed individual. And um, that's actually com- comforting. To see that he struggled in ways that even I didn't struggle, you know, in terms of the violence towards women, um, in terms of his um, neglect of his family for the purpose of justice, and um, but his ideas on peace, on um, abstinence, on celibacy—I'm actually—I'm going to drop a little, uh, 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 um, a bit of a. News flash here that I am considering celibacy as well. You know, I've been pretty celibate in the last um, years. I don't know if I'm ready to divulge exactly how long, but um, I found that it's very um, freeing and I've avoided a lot of trouble um, because I haven't been focused on my own self satisfaction and just on the, sa- on the accomplishing of my goals of justice and um so reading about how he is dealing with that is also something that um know it's an interesting thing that i didn't think i'll find in this book starting to drizzle a little bit so i'm gonna get out of the the elements but um once again happy birthday Um, happy celebration um, mlk Um, let's um make this day one that you will remember. We will remember the model set for peaceful um, protest and civil disobedience, uh, but doing it with love, leading with love. I mean, if you lead with love, you know, as you said, love conquers all. You can't go wrong. So, um, once again, my name is Trevor. Once again, I'll, I'll be in Orlando, January uh, 24th and 25th expressing these sentiments to uh, PodFest, the 10th anniversary. It's the biggest, pretty big, so I'm excited about that. So if you um, check out the link, if you want to attend, I'll be doing a five minute presentation um, on the first day. Um, So um, yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. In the meantime, I spread love, love conquers all, peace and blessings.